Welcome to Lead by Example, where we talk to business leaders about their passions in life, at work, and how their journey can help others. I'm Jason Manning, and I've been interviewing celebrities, musicians, and other interesting people for the past 20 plus years, and look forward to bringing you an inside look at how business leaders are inspired to do amazing things and lead by example. Each of them has an interesting story to tell, and they just might have a lot in common with you. So join us on this journey to find out what inspires these people to do what they do and where that passion comes from. I'll be joined by my co-host, Matt Berry. He's founder of Conversion Marketing, an avid storyteller who appreciates learning from fellow business leaders. This podcast is brought to you by Conversion Marketing, bringing decades of experience in storytelling and marketing to B2B and tech companies who also lead by example. Let's talk about um, your favorite. Can we call Fish your favorite band? For sure. Yeah, like Fish, I would say could be uh, like the marketing of Fish could yep. be one of the greatest uh, stories. Like the Grateful Dead is one story when it comes to marketing. Yep. And I think it's safe to say that some of those, uh, you know, Trends, if you want to use that word, have been used with fish. But fish, for anybody that doesn't know who fish is, Matt, I, I mean, it goes without saying they started in Vermont in 83, right? Yep. And they, I know they had a break, but they're back together. They play all over, all over. Yep. Um, and they've done that obviously for 37, you know, close to 37, 38 years. Yep. When you first like as a marketing person, when you first got into fish, did you notice how they marketed themselves? Not at all. And to be honest, it's like only really recently that it has dawned on me um, because they're, that's part of the, the secret sauce that they do it in, in a way that is so natural and that works with the community and you never ever feel like you're being marketed to by fish. Yeah. Um, so it's like a brand, and listen, coming from IBM and studying big brands and how branding works, they're geniuses at what they do. And a lot of it is that, you know, the music and the way that they live their lives and the way that they treat the fans is all part of that. Um, and it's just awesome. Like, how would you say, for somebody that doesn't know Fish, mm. how would you say, what is their what is their way that, you know, they lead by example, I guess, because it's an honest question because yeah. they they seem like genuine people, but they they bring a lot of joy to a lot of people and they're still not in the quote unquote mainstream. Yeah, I mean, it's really hard to put my finger on it exactly, but um, the amount of appreciation and the what they consider their audience to be is such an instrumental part of what they do that it's not like when, you know, they're, they're on tour and they're just night after night playing concerts for, you know, 20, 30,000 people. And they just keep moving on that the whole experience means so much <clears throat> to them as well. Um, and, you know, I'm sure a lot of bands say that it's all about the, the crowd and it's all about our fans, but literally for fish, I mean, who've started with very small shows and backyards and things like that and have grown it to, you know, they sell out their, their tours in a matter of minutes. Um, you know, they'll talk about it just of how key the audience is in their 
concerts and the whole experience and you know what, everything that fish is about it's uh so i think part of them not being mainstream and i'm still while i shouldn't be surprised so many people have never heard of or don't know fish um but within the community there couldn't be a tighter bond between band and audience um and you know that's part of the the beauty of the whole thing it's like um they're four great musicians they're great people they love their audience. They appreciate their audience. They almost feel like they owe their audience something. And we'll get into, you know, what they're doing from a, you know, webcast and live streaming perspective yeah. to stay engaged with the audience. But, you know, that's, it's hard to put my finger on something, but that's really, it's like, you know, when I'm there seeing them, I feel the love there. It's like, they're not just playing instruments. They're playing for us. They're playing to us, the mood, you know, Trey talks about feeling the stage on MSG shaking and, um, and loves every minute of it. And when, and, and, and the thing is, is that when you find a band like fish, uh, who get, who bring you a lot of joy, the thing is, is that there's an intangible when you go to one of their shows and it's hard to explain or articulate, just like going to a dead and co show. There's a, there's a certain feeling in the air, not unlike anything else and they create their concerts as events. Like when you think about, which you've referenced to several times, when they did their Baker's Dozen run at MSG. Like they create, it's not just a show. It's more than that. It's, there's just, I don't know. It just feels like there's so many layers. And when I watch video of them, you you're you're like hey i want to be there i would go to 13 shows if i could right like didn't you go to a bunch of that run i did i went to i went to a bunch of them i think maybe four or five i know i have a few friends and my cousins hello out there for uh danielle and uh larry and i went to all 13 um and yeah just talking about that experience so certainly going and seeing 13 nights of fish at msg there's something to be said about that but the small things that fish that they think about and that it's the same way a big brand like IBM thinks about every element of their brand and how it shows up and the experience with the brand. Um, so for example, the Baker's dozen each night, uh, as you walked in, there were different donuts that were being handed out. So one night was the jelly donut night. Um, and then they incorporated that in some way into, and it would be very subtle, but there might be a song that mentions something about jelly donuts or something related to it. And it's not, you know, something that's like broadcast up on the screens or anything. You might miss it, but uh, it's just the, the attention to detail. Um, and while you're ta- in, speaking of experiences, Baker's Dozen was awesome. But, you know, some of the big festivals that Fish has put on over the years, and I've been able to go to a few of those. You know, for example, it um, the, it was called It in way at the top of the state of Maine on an Air Force base in 2003, I believe. Yeah. Um, three-day festival. And it, they turn it into a giant city. I mean, oh. you could spend the day going to different kinds of exhibits and um, just lots of interactive type experiences. And it's just, it's some of those, the best memories of my life have been at some of those festivals um, where they've gone to the middle of absolute nowhere and, you know, you get 80, 100,000 people showing up. Um, all there to have a good time, to, you know, see fish and everything, but it is all about the experience. And they control, and it's not a negative thing, but they really, 
have control in a I mean that in a positive way where they they can play and do whatever they want like can you imagine being a brand and being able to just be like yeah let's do this next year yep That's, exactly it's 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 really incredible and even when you talk like you and I were talking uh you know the earlier part of covid a lot of bands were you know playing former shows and uh, past shows rather online for us to watch. And they were doing like a, weren't they doing like playing a show? Like they paired it together. What was that? Like with oh, the, dinner in a movie. Yeah. Dinner in a movie. Yep. And, and every I, Tuesday night, um, starting, I think it started in, in April and went right up and through the summer. I think the last ones were uh, labor day, but every Tuesday night dinner in a movie. So they would play, uh, they would stream a previous show, and they would pair it with some favorite recipes from the band. Um, and, you know, again, you get to start to understand, you know, Trey would share one of his mother's old recipes, which is one of his favorite dishes, for example. Um, uh, Paige loves sandwiches. He, you know, had a few recipes on his favorite sandwiches. And, you you know, as part of that experience, and a lot of people, I didn't personally cook the dinner, but a lot of people did it. And, you know, think about that experience of, you know, now I've got Trey's favorite recipe here, and I'm going to make it and sit back and watch one of their great shows. It, which is, it, it, and, it, and it's, again, it's such a simple act but it goes so far, and then you. The, I know, and I know because I love, I love merch, and I and the the care and attention and the thought pros, the thoughts that are put into the merch that Fish does. They did a line of merch for that series, but also all their other shows. Like they just, they just have this, like you said, that special sauce that they know who they're catering to. They're you know they're not doing research projects to figure out what their fans like. They just know, and that's like an inherent that makes that just makes them even better. Totally, um, and just you know, even right down to the merch. Um, while some of the items are certainly expensive, like yep. everything else has gotten, um, they it's not like they just slap the fish name or logo on everything because people would buy it. Um, but they're thoughtful about their their merch. So, as an example, you'll start to see more and more at their shows reusable water bottles with, uh, you know, some kind of fish logo on there. Um, so people don't have to be buying tons of water bottles at, during the concert and throwing them out. So you yeah. see lots of people buying the, the reusable bottle and filling it up during the show. Um, just, you know, smart things that, again, play to the attributes of, of the, the community at large, you know, being very you know, environmentally conscious and things like that. Um, so yeah, they've just been on it. And now, you know, since COVID, uh, they have, I think just continued to find ways of, of staying engaged with their audience. Cause they don't owe us anything. They could just go dark and enjoy yeah. some time off. Yeah. But Trey in particular has just been cranking out new songs, new content, um, early on, a lot of videos from his apartment in New York city where he's, you know, writing songs and starting to play them. You know, one video where he's playing songs on, uh, empty glass glasses, uh, yeah. water glasses yeah. and pots and pans in his kitchen. Um, and over the course of the last couple of months, Fish announced, released a new album, Sigma Oasis. Trey released a, a live Trey band 
album recently. Um, they've continued to do dinner and a movie. And now, just yesterday, Trey announced that he'll be playing streaming uh, eight live shows from the Beacon Theater every Friday night um, starting very soon and going through November. Um, and it's going to actually be streamed on Twitch, which is a whole other yeah. avenue. But they just continue to reinvent how they engage their audience and stay engaged. Um, and it's just you, you never know what's next with Fish. And 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 yeah, and and I love hearing how passionate you are about the band, but also like you have an uh, you have a true like I do too, but you have a true admiration for Fish. And and it goes to show, especially during everything that's happened in 2020, it's nice that they've given us an escape, too. They've been able to create, but at the same time, they've given us an artistic escape to consume some of their new music, which is huge right now for us. Totally. I mean, and right down to actually... Uh uh, Trey was the first live performer back on uh, Jimmy Fallon's yeah. late night show. Yeah. Um, and again, these are—it's not like Trey has to go on there to promote some new album or something. He, uh, you know, I—I I think it was a big nod to the fans. You know, he lives in New York City. Let me go over here. You know, play one song, and I stayed up waiting to see him play with the Roots. And now I actually love that song, new song, and yeah. uh, and it caught on right away with me. Um, so yeah, it's just, I, I have, a, a obviously a huge appreciation for the band. It's a huge part of my life. Um, it's a, an opportunity when they do play live for me and some of my best friends from childhood and onward to, uh, to get together and same as you heard from Monica with, with my wife and kids have come to a few shows. Well, when, they have, you know, yeah. Like Saratoga where, where they've got a nice little family section. Um, it's just, it's a, it's a, key part of my life and, and inspirational on a number of fronts. I promise you that when they play the West Coast, which they're scheduled to do, I, I'm going to come to Eugene or wherever the heck they play on the West Coast to, to come and see them. Well, how about this? I, I have, and I kept, I have two tickets for the, the or Eugene shows, because I was supposed to go this past year. Right. Um, and, and when they canceled, they just rescheduled for next summer. And if you, you were able to, if you didn't want the tickets anymore, you could turn them back in and get, them, get your money back. I hung on to them. I have two for each night. If, if and when they play there, it's you and me. Let's go, man. Let's yep. go. Let's yep. go. Um, right. And hopefully, you know, hopefully one day we can have Trey or somebody from Fish on this podcast. I mean, wouldn't it be great just to pick one of those guys' brains about, you know, the intricacies of how they decide to put on those big events like you were talking about, like the 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 one earlier. I know they did the Great Went. I, yep. I, I know there's been other huge events. And yep. uh, um, it's just they're fascinating. And I love that we don't know enough about them. That's yep. keeping things mysterious is so key. It totally is. It's And you, you like I said, you never know what they're going to come up with next. Even like I love the way that they've, um, announced a number of their tours with some, you know, you don't, no one knows it's coming. Then a little video pops up on, you know, from on fish.com and it's some strange kind of introduction of the tour that's coming up. Um, and just their subtle ways of rolling things out like that. So back to your question. Yes, it would be my dream come true to get any member of the band or even any member of the, uh, the fish organization yeah. on here and, We'll, uh, we'll keep chipping away at that goal. Yeah, we will. I, I think that would be really fun. Just if we could just, even if you and I just decided what was the one thing we were going to ask so-and-so 
that works in their organization, I feel like it would just be like peeling back an onion, right? Yep. <laughs> it's just, yep. just one of those things. All right, awesome. Matt, good chat about Fish and uh, pick up the new album, right? Yep. You yep, can, absolutely. And I know you can obviously download it. And yep. uh, we'll be talking more fish, well, almost regularly on the yeah. by example. <laughs> exactly. And uh, if you've got tickets for any of next year's shows, hang on to them. They're going to be hot. Thanks for listening to this episode of Lead by Example. We hope you learned something new about our guest and about yourself. Please click subscribe to access past and future episodes. And remember, don't be a follower. Lead by example.